0: Well hello, this is your host Ron King, and you're listening to The Ron King Show on RKP Radio. On our shows, you'll get to hear gospel and contemporary Christian music and some interviews of Christian singers and bands from the local tri-state area of western Pennsylvania, northern West Virginia, and eastern Ohio. So keep listening for all of that and more, we'll return right after this message.
1: Here is a seed of hope, encouragement, and inspiration from the sower, Michael Guido.
0: When I became a Christian, I asked the boys in my dance band to follow me to Christ. No, said one, I'm getting a kick out of the life I'm living. Let me alone. One day, years later, Bud came to see me. I asked, are you still getting a kick out of the life you're living? Not a kick, he said, a kick back. Sin always has a kick back. Soon the honey departs from the plant, and all you have is the sting of the bee. Soon the bloom departs from the rose, and all you have is the prick of the thorn. Want a kick out of life with no kickbacks? Come to Christ.
1: Sign up to get our free daily devotional, Seeds of Hope, on our website at guidoministries.org or write us at P.O. Box 508, Metter, Georgia, 30439.
0: Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the Ron King Show. I'm your host, Ron King of rkpradio.com, and today we are pleased to have as our guest, Christian singer, songwriter, and recording artist, Sandy Lusco huffman Sandy, welcome to the program. Well, thank you,
1: Ron. I'm so happy to be here on your program today.
0: Well, you're not here with me in the studio, so where are you located right now? Where are you calling in from? <laughs>
1: I'm calling you from New Freeport, PA.
0: New Freeport, PA. Sounds like the boonies to me.
1: Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it
0: is. (laughs) I I, I know where New Freeport is. Uh, How far from the West Virginia line are you, Sandy?
1: Well, when I go up on my hill, I can see West Virginia and Pennsylvania Hill.
0: Oh. uh, We're about
1: two miles away.
0: Can you see Russia?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: (laughs) What was I forget her name? Maybe you can remember the lady that said she could see uh, see uh, uh, Russia from her back porch. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> we're up pretty high here, but I don't I don't know if I could see Russia. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sandy, have you always lived in the New Freeport area most of your life? Uh, where, where were you born? Um,
1: no, I moved here in two thousand nine, but I was born. In Murraysville, in the Pittsburgh hospital, I lived in Whitehall near Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. so I was 12 years old.
0: Okay, Whitehall, that's uh, adjacent to uh, McKeesport, I believe, right?:
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, South Park. Yeah, okay. Bethel Park area, mm-hmm. not too far from there. Mm-hmm,
0: that's, a, that's a very nice area to grow up in. Uh, did you go to grade school uh, in that area?
1: Kindergarten through 6th grade. I went to a little elementary school that is no longer in function. It was called Spittler Elementary.
0: (laughs) Okay. I bet you 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 had some uh, good days there, didn't you?
1: I did.
0: Mm -hmm. Sandy, when you were in that that grade school, did, did they have a choir? Did you sing in the choir or participate in any plays or do anything creative like that?
1: Yes, I was in my very first musical, it was. I was the artful, artful dodger in the play Oliver.
0: <laughs> the artful dodger. <laughs>
1: food, glorious food, hot sausage and mustard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. All right. Pl- please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs>
1: consider yourself at home consider yourself one of the family i still remember
0: the song oh that's i wish i could see you dancing right now and your little tutu and everything i loved it (laughs) yeah sandy i know that when you were still fairly young i guess around eight years old your parents moved to the mcguffey area which is a rural community just outside of washington pennsylvania how did that come about
1: well, I was actually 12. Um, the last day of sixth grade, we got into the van and headed for the country. My parents bought an old farmhouse on um, back dirt roads. It needed a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And we had quite a change in our lives at that time, but I, I loved it.
0: Well, wasn't it your uncle that uh, had some land there or introduced you to that particular area, introduced your parents to that area?
1: Yes, my uncle lived in uh, Bethel Park, and he bought, I think, about 10 acres out in Prosperity, Dun Station area, mm-hmm. and he built a little cabin. In fact, my mother wrote a song about the Whitewood Acres where he met my aunt down at the Rinky Dinks Cafe in Rough Creek, and <laughs> yeah, Rinky Dinks, <it> <laughs> and she made a record uh-huh. too. I, it's on one of my albums.
2: Oh, that's but he,
1: he had this little cabin, and all the family. Was, it was like our getaway.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that so, that's, yeah.
1: what's
0: I, that? I was going to say. Uh, so you moved up to that area. You undoubtedly went to high school in that area. What, what high school did you attend?
1: I attended McGuffey High School.
0: Okay. Now, while you were at McGuffey, did you proceed on with your prolific music uh, career?
1: Well, yes. I continued to sing, like in choir mm-hmm. at church and the chorus in high school, and participated in some talent shows mm-hmm. there.
0: Well, now, your mom was a, a musical, I, I know that, uh, so what type of music did she introduce you to? What, what kind of music were you initially interested in?
1: Well, I someone gave her a guitar, a neighbor did, and so she got me into guitar lessons because I kept wanting to pick a, her guitar,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that was while I was still living in Whitehall. Oh, okay. So, but then we moved to uh, Washington, PA, and I started going to the music store there for lessons.
2: Mm-hmm. When
1: she saw I liked to sing and play, she like asked them at the square dance, "Hey, can my daughter get up and sing a song?" So that's <laughs> kind
0: of
2: some
1: well, of my first public appearances.
0: Okay, as a I understand. Solo singer, yeah, I understand that the first thing at the fire hall was a. Uh, uh when you were a teenager, you got invited to sing down there at intermission. It was a square dance at a local fire, fire hall. Is that uh, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So did the mom go down there and say, hey, I got a daughter and she wants to sing? Is that how that worked out? I think she
1: talked, you know, and said, hey, you know, my daughter has been singing and playing guitar. Could she get up and do a number?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's so cool. A square <laughs> dance, too, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 Sandy, I know that your mom was a singer in Pittsburgh, PA, and sang with some of the big bands, so I imagine that she was a, a great influence, a musical influence in, in your life. Is that correct?
1: Very much so. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, she she actually took... I never took vocal lessons, but she was my instructor. She Everything that she learned through vocal coaching as well as just performing... Professionally, mm-hmm. before I was born, she would get out a pitch pipe and tell me, you know, ah, and do all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like the like the and teacher in chorus, right? Breathe down deep, and you know, we just had <laughs> we practiced a lot at home.
0: Yeah, I had a, a teacher. She was a very, very large lady, and I think of German descent. And she used to say, "You sing from the diaphragm." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, you know, my, for for like months, I was trying to look in anatomy books and see what was a diaphragm. She never explained that to me.
1: <laughs> oh, <No>, she
0: didn't. <laughs> no, I, was, I knew it. Well, I knew it was down by on
1: my stomach, and said, "Right down there. Jackie, <laughs> you got to get it down
0: deep." <laughs> yeah, I knew it was somewhere around my navel, but that was as far as I ever got. Uh, Sandy, when you were younger, did you ever sing at any of the local fraternal organizations like the Eagles or the Moose?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, um, I guess I was maybe around 15
2: Uh and
1: my parents took me to the Moose in Washington. (laughs) There was a band playing, and I think they must have said, Hey, my daughter, she she sings. Could she get up and do a number with you?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And they said, Yeah, sure. And I got up and did a couple country tunes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it
0: seems to me, Sandy, that your mom was kind of like uh, the traditional stage mom, where she was just gonna wanted her uh, daughter to, uh, you know, she was gonna live vicariously through what you were going to do. Is that kind of it?
1: Well, she was very excited for me. She, I mean, she could tell that I loved it. Uh huh. But she also loved it so, and she had given it up to. raise her
0: family. Right, right, I understand. Uh, Sandy, I also know that when you were a teenager, you tried out for a talent contest called Star Quest, which I believe was uh, produced by the WWVA Radio Jamboree in Wheeling, West Virginia. How did you get involved with that?
1: Well, my parents heard about the Jamboree, and we took a drive down there once. I think it was Saturday nights after the Jamboree. Mm-hmm. At midnight, they had a ballroom up above, and a band would play, and it would be aired on the radio, mm-hmm. and sometimes they would let people get up and sing with the band and be on the radio. Okay. So um, we went down, and sure enough, they let me get up and sing with the band after midnight
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the radio. And through going down there, we heard about the Star Quest contest. Oh, okay. And I so I entered it Mm -hmm. and they had they had it up at the ballroom, a whole bunch of people, you know, that signed up for it, had to do a song and then out of that they picked six finalists. Mm -hmm. And I was picked out of this as one of the six.
2: Okay. And that
1: summer we had to go to Jamboree in the Hills. Mm -hmm. and sing one song with the Jamboree staff band on the stage of Jamboree in the Hills to determine which one would get the number one spot.
0: Okay, how did did you do out of the six?
1: Um, I did a song I wrote, and I didn't win, though. Uh-huh.
2: That, well, uh, well, there's, there's only one winner. That
1: did back bends and played <laughs> and didn't miss a beat. He won.
0: Uh huh. Sure. But they
1: gave all six of us a one a one year contract to get wow. to the jamboree.
0: Oh wow, that that's pretty. Do- so did you do that then?
1: Yes, that's how I got started mm-hmm. singing on on the jamboree. I believe the contract was like four to six performances in the year. Hmm. And they would set you up. You wouldn't, I wouldn't know who I'd be playing, you know, warming up the show for until, you know, they booked it. They'd just say, okay, you're going to be playing with, um, I played with Ronnie Millsap, Alabama, Porter Wagner, different ones, whoever they said. whoa, they would be doing the first hour, like three or four, sometimes five songs. Uh-huh. And then the second hour they would do the show.
0: That boy, that's exciting. You got some credentials there. Have have appeared with Ronnie Millsap, Elvis Presley. <laughs> not, <laughs> not exactly, huh?
1: Not um, exactly Elvis Presley, but <laughs> I, I mean it was exciting. It really was. And mm-hmm. in those early days, they used to hand me a box of uh, Marsh Wheeling Stogies, S- and I had to go out during intermission and. Throw them out to
0: the audience. Yeah, the the, the the factory that made the cigars was just down the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they, they made mill pouch tobacco too, and. Uh, that remember the signs that you used to see on on the barns all over the place I always oh, yeah. I always wondered how did those barns uh, that that signage for mail pouch get on all the barns and The deal was farmers had to pay to paint their barns, and so if you put the sign on there, I think they would give you just a, a few meager bucks. but the thing was you didn't have to pay for the paint, and you didn't have to do the labor of uh, painting that side of the barn and that's how they did that. Uh, all, you know all, all over the place um wow. yeah uh, now you you sang uh two three four times a year or something like that and uh, it's my understanding that this went on for like a uh, year after year just a, a little bit at the time is that correct
1: um through my high school years i was contracted i believe two years in a row uh-huh and my 17th year uh i did a Recording of two original songs that were supposed to go on a compilation album.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They never made it. I just got a forty-five record. I still have some of them uh-huh. to this day.
2: Yeah,
1: um, and it, it was pretty, pretty neat to. Do a live recording on the stage of the Capitol
0: Music Hall oh, I'm, I'm, with I'm the sure. band. Yeah, Sandy, I know that at some point in your life, you, I mean, you're a good Christian woman. So at some point in your life, uh, you must have uh, given your heart to the Lord and you became a Christian. Of course, can you tell us a bit about that? Um, yes, uh, when I was
1: 18, uh, I didn't, I wasn't wanting to go to leave my family and go to Nashville, I I guess I was just too chicken, (laughs) to be honest, and um, I didn't want to sing in the clubs and bars, but I I did want to sing. I tried to go to college for music therapy, and I got scared about the debt and everything, and Mm -hmm. I ended up quitting after three weeks, (laughs) and going from this job to that job, and wanting to sing, but just not knowing how, and
2: Mm-hmm. In the
1: process of that first year out of school, I had my heart broke really bad. Mm-hmm. And it just took me to a place of like, what is my purpose in life? And also feeling my humanness and my sinfulness for. Mistakes and things that I had already made in so. my short adult life,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I was I was at a very low place at that point. I felt like a big disappointment as well to mm-hmm.
2: people that
1: I didn't go to Nashville and right. really make something of my life. And so that's when I I turned on the TV and listened to Billy Graham, and I listened to Debbie Boone testify that she Mm -hmm. sings You Light Up My Life Mm
2: -hmm. about
1: Jesus. And it just, it all, God worked in that evening in a very special way in my life. I knew that that's what I wanted to do with music was to reach out to people that were broken like me that had made mistakes that didn't know what they were supposed to do with their life.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: through music, you know, spread the hope of Christ, and also to bring joy through music to people,
0: oh.
2: like
1: shut-ins. And,
0: mm-hmm. and you've been doing that for a whole lot of years now, haven't you?
1: Yes. <laughs> and it's, you know, as exciting as the Jamboree was, I didn't like how you always had to please, and, and, and I watched people changing who they were so that they could stay at the top of the charts and losing who they were and that I didn't want and when I started singing for people with a whole different purpose Uh of just spreading God's love and his light, reaching out to people that are shut in, it, it just made music this is
0: what i'm supposed to do so it really hits and, your heartstrings and uh, that's yeah. yeah that gave you a purpose in life sandy mm-hmm. uh, uh, after you gave your heart to the lord did you feel led then to start uh, singing and writing gospel songs and maybe staying staying away a little bit from some of the country tunes well i
1: started writing at 13 but when i Surrendered my life to Christ. It wasn't like I even tried to write gospel songs. It was like they just started flowing
2: oh, okay. from me. Great, as I
1: would read things in His Word and just how I felt about the new life God had given me. I was so excited. It just like songs would just come to me.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: I didn't stop singing country. Um, people asked me that, well, now that you have given your life to Christ, are you going to stop singing country music? And I prayed about that. I sought the Lord about that because I really liked like Amy Grant and mm-hmm. Heavy, and I wanted to do what they were doing. But it was like m- the leading of God for my life was, I have such a background with a lot of Great music that people love,
2: right. and right.
1: God has used that. Like in nursing homes, there's just some people. If you say it's a gospel concert, they,
0: they won't come. <laughs> they head for the door. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. I don't know I've why. Pro- but, um, I, I, yeah, I've promoted. i know, uh, promote, yeah. so there's country music or bluegrass or pop, and they'll come. But then I always include the gospel message and the songs.
0: -hmm. Sandy, I know you've made a lot of recordings in your life. How many CDs do you think you've uh, put out?
1: Uh, I just completed my ninth album. I also had two cassettes and the 145 record.
0: Mm -hmm. From the, uh, the, the Jamboree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sandy, it's my understanding that you uh, put out two new CDs recently. So what are the names and uh, briefly what are those two new CDs about?
1: Well, um, my mom passed away in April 2019 and then COVID hit, you know, 2020. Mm -hmm. But before she died, I had played all these songs that I've never recorded. And she said, you know, when are you going to get those recorded? And I wanted to, but there was just so many. And then with the COVID shutdown, all my singing was canceled. And it really did provide me the perfect op- opportunity to focus on all those songs. And I went to the studio, Jamie Peck's studio, and in, in Wheeling, he did all my albums. Mm-hmm. And um, I was able to record 42 songs that I had <laughs> never recorded
0: Man, that that is really good. Some people won't record 42 songs in their whole entire life. Well, listen, (laughs) listen, Sandy, now might be a good time to play some of your music uh, for our listening audience. So, folks, from the CD, Timeline of My Mind, here is Sandy Lusko-Huffman singing My Country Home.
3: an old song playing on the radio Apple pie in the oven Joe's picking on the old banjo There's a fresh breeze blowing through the air And mama's out hanging clothes I sure do love that feeling At my country home the country home, the finest place. Favorite chair, reading about the news of the day. Tomorrow, we're going to the county fair when we're done putting up hay. And me, I'm just having a ball, enjoying the beauty here. I've got place that I know. Walking with my darling in the summertime makes me feel oh so fine. My country home is where I'll always be. Cause there's not another kind of life for me than my country home.
0: Okay, folks, we are back. I'm Ron King talking to singer-songwriter Sandy Lusko-Huffman. And uh, Sandy, do you feel that all this COVID business has caused you to have to cut back on your music ministry a bit?
1: Well, it definitely has. I used to sing about three to four nursing homes a week, and I might be doing a couple of months now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, but things have things improved a, a little bit from uh, you know the, when the, the COVID was the highest.
1: Yes, I'm getting some things. Definitely, I, I did a Covered Bridge Festival. I did a banquet yesterday, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, I have a memorial service Sunday. Just and next Saturday, I have a private like party to sing for. Well, so people are starting to open up a
0: little bit and, mm-hmm. and call again. Yeah, well, that's good. And I'm sure, you know, we'll have to hang on till we don't have to hang on anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so yeah. you are starting to get back playing a bit more now then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sandy, if folks would like to contact you about your music ministry or buy some CDs, uh, do you have any contact information you can give them? Yes, I have
1: a website It has... Uh, a lot of information about my music and shows all the different albums that I have.
0: Mm-hmm. And what's that?
1: sandy www.sandy, dot L-U-S-C-O-H-U-S-F-M-A-N.com.
0: Okay. Uh, and what about a Facebook page?
1: Yes, I have a Sandy Huffman Facebook page as well as Sandy lesko Huffman Facebook page.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, listen Sandy, it's been a good interview here, and uh, I see our time is just about up uh, for this edition of the Ron King Show. Thanks very much for being our guest today.
1: Oh, it was a pleasure to be talking with you today, Ron.
0: Yeah, all the way from New Freeport, Pennsylvania. (laughs)
1: In <laughs> Freeport, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Woohoo!
0: And so, on behalf almost of.
1: Heaven, almost West Virginia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, on behalf then of Christian singer, songwriter Sandy Lesko Huffman from Freeport, Pennsylvania, this is Ron King from RKPRadio.com saying so long till we catch you next time on The Ron King Show. You've been listening to The Ron King Show on RKP Radio. If you'd like to contact us for any reason, you may do so by calling 724-225-2030. That's 724-225-2030. Or by emailing us at ronking3 at verizon.net. That's Ron King, then the number 3 at verizon.net. Until next time, then, this is your host, Ron King, saying keep a song and Jesus in your heart. So long.